Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Enviro People. I am your host, Issa M, and today we're going to be talking about wind power. So, this is another type of renewable energy. We've already talked about two other types of renewable energy, hydropower and solar power. So, if you're interested in those, please go check those out. Those are really good. Just little tidbits of um, information about different types of hydro and solar power. But today, we're going to be talking about wind power. And this is um, an episode that is going to sort of mirror the structure of the other two renewable energy episodes, but we're going to have a little bit of a spin to it as well. So to kick things off, again, we're going to be starting with a simple definition. So wind power is a renewable type of energy, um, and it uses the motion of wind to create energy or electricity. Um, so keeping the same structure, we're going to be talking about the um, how wind power works, the pros and cons of this wind power, um, the major reservoirs of it, and today we're going to be also talking about different similarities and differences between wind power, solar power, and hydropower. So we're going to be kind of talking about all three different types of power um, that we've talked about in previous episodes as well. Alrighty, so for the most part, wind power, there's really only one type of wind power, which is turbines. I'm sure many of you have seen these massive wind turbines. They're pretty much these huge, like, big white towers, pretty much, um, and they have blades on them. So, because they're, they're big and massive and they have these big blades on them, the blades are created so, um, so even any slight motion of wind um, will turn these blades. And these blades are hooked up, as you probably know, that there's like a middle portion where all the blades like come out of. That's called the rotor. So the blades are hooked up to this rotor that then is also hooked up to a different generator that converts the motion of the blades into electrical energy. So these big onshore wind turbines can be close to 100 feet in height. So it's very big. I know my house is about like 200 feet, so it's like five times the size of my house. Uh, Sorry, my house is like 20 feet, my bad. So, um, so it would be five times the size of my house, which is crazy. That's like super duper tall. Um, so yeah, it depends on where you're at, but they can get up to that height, which is really crazy. So these big massive turbines are just spinning around and creating a whole bunch of energy. So we can see the similarities in this with wind and hydropower. If you haven't checked out the hydropower episode, please do. Um, this kind of give you a little bit more of an insight on the similarities we're talking about. Um, but anyways, so it is very similar to hydropower because um, both hydro and wind power use turbines, use the motion of some, um, I guess, object, I guess if you call wind or water object, um, if you use the, use the motion of the wind or water to create energy. And, and it uses a turbine as well. So, again, a, a, a kind of similarity between two types of renewable energy that you may not have thought of before. Um, so, both of the both of these use wind and water to, to spin a turbine that is hooked up to a generator that um, uses the motion of whatever is moving um, to create electricity. This is very contradictory, though, towards solar power because solar power just really uses solar rays to create energy instead of um, the motion of anything. So hydro and wind use motion, and solar power just uses solar rays to create energy. 
Furthermore, because of this motion and both um, and and both hydro and power, they're using the the motion or otherwise known as kinetic energy to create electrical energy. So if anybody's taking um, chemistry or physics, they would understand that um, kinetic energy is like the motion, something that's uh, moving um, to electrical energy, which is as we know as electricity. So those are kind of the similarities and differences between the three different types of energy we're talking about today. So yeah, so wind power is just big massive turbines just hanging out in the middle of the air, spinning around, um, creating energy. So that's pretty much what wind turbines are. Alrighty, now time for our pros and cons of uh, wind power or wind turbines. So a pro, again, we're talking about renewable energy here. So that's a very big pro, it's renewable. It doesn't you know, require any mining or whatnot to get it. Um, and it's renewable, so it's consistently available. So you're not, you're not doing much you know, to get it, pretty much. Uh, additionally, because it's renewable, it is um, zero emissions. You're not emitting, en emitting anything into the atmosphere because all you're using is just wind, natural wind that's happening to um, spin around a turbine, to, to spin around the blades to create electrical energy. Uh, additionally, what's a really big um, pro, because a lot of other pros are kind of expensive, is that wind turbines are actually pretty cheap and easy to install. I mean, you pretty much just erect a big tower uh, uh, with some blades on it and call it a day, <laughs> and that's pretty much how you, how you make it work. Um, so that's one of the pros. Um, so yeah, additionally, oh, sorry, on the, on the other side, on the con side, um, talking about the dependability on wind. We have to depend on the availability of wind to have wind power. Kind of correlates, again, to the different types of renewable energy in both hydro and solar power. So all these three different types of renewable energy depend on the availability if there is that. You know what I mean? So wind power depends on wind. If there's enough wind to create the energy, hydropower depends on um, how fast um, the wind, the sorry, the water is rushing and how much water there is. So talking about um, kind of reviewing, talking about dam hydropower, you need enough water, uh, sorry, both and dam and tidal, you need enough water so that, um, so that there is enough motion to move it. And additionally, there needs to be uh, enough uh, high tides and enough water to be rushing to turn the turbines to create the energy. Um, again, Going back to solar energy, you need enough um, you need enough sun, you need enough um, solar energy to create um, electricity. So in all these three different types of renewable energy, it depends on the availability of whatever we're trying to get the energy from. So um, so that's pretty much one of the big cons in all of these different types of renewable energy. You need to have it. You need to have a, a place that can... Um, convert um, an, enough enough of that availability into actual sustain, like attainable um, electrical energy. So in this case, we need to depend on wind. We depend on the availability of wind. In hydropower, you depend on the availability of water. And in solar power, you depend on the availability of, um, of sun rays of solar. Um, additionally, another con of hydropower is it is pretty loud. Um, Talking about different similarities we have within the different types of renewable energy, um, hydropower also is pretty loud because it also uses turbines. 
So if you think about anything spinning, any motion, there pretty much is some noise that correspond that correlates to it. So in both hydro and wind power, there is um, is some sound is some that is pretty loud. So that's acon in the sense that it creates um, noise pollution. So it can interfere with other animals in their communication and whatnot to you know talk and stuff and to mate and whatnot. So we just, that's just an con to, to be aware of. Um, on the contrary, solar power um, just uses solar rays, so there's pretty much no sound at all correlating to it whatsoever. So that's another another plus for solar power and another thing we have to look out for for wind and hydropower. Um, additionally, because um, wind power is a big massive turbine, 100 feet in the air, it has the capability and has been seen in the past to uh, to kill other animals like um, birds and bats that fly around because it's pretty much three big blades is spinning around in the atmosphere so that's not too not too great for different birds and bats that are flying around so so that's another thing it is loud and it kills some animals unfortunately um, furthermore it also takes up a lot of space it is pretty tall this is like just stick straight up and this has some some blades around it so it is takes up a lot of space and not the most keen thing to look at um but yeah to kind of connect with these different types of renewable energy it's so most similar i feel like wind power um the actual creation of it the creation of the power is most similar to um, hydropower because it's using a turbine and it's pretty loud and whatnot, but it uses the same like idea of kinetic energy into electrical energy. But it is pretty similar to um, um, the solar towers to tower solar power in the sense that it is pretty much a massive tower that is creating energy. On the contrary, though, solar power solar towers need um, a whole field pretty much of the mirrors and lenses. If you guys want to. Um, to understand this better, please go check out my solar power um, episode. I can I explain it a lot better in there. But I'm just trying to you know trying to connect the different types of um, energy of uh, renewable energy, so we have a kind of a better understanding of like how different different things that work and which ones you might think are better or worse depending on like where you live or whatnot. So you can just so have a better grasp of you know what these different types of renewable energy. So from my perspective, I find wind power is very similar to hydropower, um, but it has some aspects that relate to solar power as well, as in the solar towers, because it is pretty much a massive tower, just has blades on it instead of like um, molten uh, carbon, carbon monoxide, I think I was. I'm not sure. I kind of forgot. <laughs> it's in my previous episode, though, so, or two episodes previous. So please check that out. Um, so yeah, so it is. Um, going back to the wind power episode, it is uh, wind turbines are pretty loud and they depend on wind. They can kill flying animals um, and they take up a decent amount of space. But they are renewable, um, they have zero emissions, and they're pretty cheap and easy to install. So, that was kind of a long pros and cons because I was trying to relate different things together. Um, but major reservoirs, we're talking about the the best places to have this type of energy 
if you're thinking about like where is the windiest place you can have and that's like where you want to have um high uh, wind power sorry excuse me so if you have the most amount of you know rushing water that's where you want to have hydropower if you want to have uh the best place to have wind power you want to have like the windiest place you can find pretty much so some some good places to find these um spots to have wind farms um would be to on rounded hills or other areas that funnel intense winds like mountain gaps so you want the most like intensive amount of wind that you can possible so that it can spin these blades like as fast as possible and create the most amount of energy so again a great spot would be to in like in mountain gaps so like in, in valleys so that the, all the wind is channeled in one direction and can spin the turbines fastest um, and and on rounded hills so that that's another aspect um, additionally real life areas that are optimal for these wind farms uh, and main sources of wind farms are China India the US and the UK uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen like any movies or TV shows or something that happen in the UK but for the most part, um, if we're talking about the uh, what would be the most optimal type of renewable energy to have in there with the three different types that we've talked about so far, it would probably would be wind power because for the most part, you really see like the UK being like kind of gloomy and rainy uh, and also like pretty windy because they like seem to have a lot of storms because it's pretty much an island like at the top of the Atlantic Ocean. So if you were to like think of like any type of at least for me that what comes to mind like any type of like renewable energy that'd be like the most optimal to have in the UK would be wind wind farms would be wind power because they have a lot of wind there so anyways um additionally uh coastal regions are great to have for wind farms if you think about it I mean who has ever like I know I live in Vegas so who's ever traveled to like California and you go to the beach and there's like consistent wind and you're just like oh like the beach is so nice but like there's so much wind like in my face um th that that's like an example of why they have wind farms and um different wind turbines on coastal regions because it's a great spot to have um because there's so much wind there uh it'd probably be best um at least what I would think it was to put these uh, wind turbines and wind farms like on cliffs and stuff because not many people are using cliffs versus like beaches you know what I mean so like if you're going to have a wind farm you might as well put it somewhere where people aren't gonna be there really so put it like on a cliff and have like the most amount of um, wind available because it's coming the coastal regions are awesome because the wind that comes off the ocean like hits the where it is on shore and so it spins the turbines fastest um, and to add on to this, there is also such thing as offshore wind farms. So I know we've been talking about like onshore wind farms, the ones that are on land and that like you can see like driving down the road. Um, you can see like, oh, there's a wind turbine over there. That's like, that would be like an onshore wind farm because it's on the shore, it's on the land. But there's such thing as offshore wind farms. So I don't know if you guys have ever like seen them. Cause I don't know how many, how often you're like hanging out in the ocean, but if you you should totally look it up, cause they're like they're pretty cool. There's these these big wind turbines that are just like stuck in, like in the middle of the ocean, and it creates a ton of energy because these things are massive. They're huge. If you talk about onshore wind farms, the ones that are on land, they're like a hundred feet in height, like max. Like that's like the biggest they get. 
but just so freaking massive, but they're only like 100 feet in height. On the other hand, offshore wind farms, the ones that are in water, that are like, you know, in the ocean, they're in gulfs, in like big lakes, pretty much any big body of water, offshore wind farms are like 300 to 500 feet. They're huge. These things are like ginormous and they create so much energy because they're so big because they're in like the most optimal space to have the most amount of wind because they're in the ocean. Um, they just create a ton of energy because they're, they're huge, they have really big blades and there's so much wind there. So it's a great spot to have uh, wind farms is in the ocean. That would be the pros of it, uh, kind of like unofficial like pros. Um, um, but then the cons of that would be that, again, talking about sort of like hydropower is that it is pretty loud because it is in the ocean and um you know the, the wind the turbines just spin around and it's like in the water so it's not really great for all the marine animals in there because they hear this big massive turbine spinning around and around you know what i mean so again other things you have to think about turbines are kind of loud um but it's a great spot to have it because it creates so much energy the only other con that kind of correlates with offshore wind farms is because because they're in the ocean, they're kind of hard to reach, hard to get to. So it takes um, a little bit more time to or and more effort per se to get um, the the converted kinetic energy of the wind to electrical energy back to on the onshore, back to um, where it can be used. So it, there's just more. Um, more resources are put into the idea of getting from getting the um, available getting the attainable electrical energy that is created back to the electrical grid so we can use it so that's pretty much the two cons that it's just loud and it also is um, it's harder just to get the energy back to where we can use it um, but for the most part offshore wind farms are awesome because you know out of sight of people nobody's really looking at them because they're like in the ocean somewhere far away um they're huge and they create tons of energy um and so and they're renewable like i said so they're not like producing anything in the atmosphere but they're just they're just loud and they're kind of far away so we just have to um kind of make up for that in that aspect but i just thought that was really cool um when i looked it up that there is offshore wind farms so things these things are like ginormous and they're stuck in like the middle of the ocean so just another thing to think about um, I'm not sure exactly the statistics of how much we use like onshore versus offshore but uh, but just putting that out there hopefully we learn more about how to use the space that we have um, of, on our world and try to figure out um, how to create the the most sustainable type of energy which in my case, in my idea would be probably renewable energy just because it's renewable and it's, you know, always going to be there pretty much. Um, so, yeah, so so those are probably pretty much the only cons that it's in the ocean and the onshore ones are on on land. Um, and I was just thinking about this, like, coming to my mind, talking about the similarities and differences. Um, it, like, it kind of correlates again that um, that wind power... Is pretty similar to solar ta solar tower power because there are farms. They're pretty much big, like this big, I guess plots of like land or I guess water, um, 
that there you just erect these big towers. Um, the only difference really being is that there's one tower and solar tower power, and there's multiple towers or turbines really in wind power. Um, but wind power is pretty versatile in the sense that um, I guess that would be a, a pro of it is that I've gone traveling a lot and you see there's not necessarily always wind farms, but there's usually always like wind, like a, you see like a random wind turbine and you're like, oh, I wonder why that's there. But again, it's generated a lot of electricity for whoever's using it. But in the sense that it, you don't necessarily need to make a farm per se, you don't need to make like a whole bunch of wind turbines to create energy. You just really need one and whoever's using it, whoever's using it. But the sense that it's more versatile than other types of um, of the renewable energy that we're talking about because um, you can pretty much create them wherever and like wherever and you can create how many you want and how big or how tall. So in that sense, it's you can pretty much do with whatever you want with wind power because you have like complete autonomy to whatever you're doing with it. But I thought that was kind of interesting, a little tidbit of to think about that it's probably the one of the most versatile in the sense that you can pretty much do whatever you want with it versus solar panels i guess because you could play them wherever um but yeah that's that's probably the 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 one one of the biggest differences i've seen um but yeah for hydropower i feel like that's like the least versatile just because you have to have a place where there's enough water and um big enough to create a facility for it and stuff versus um, wind power, um, wind turbines, and like solar panels are like the most versatile because you can create them wherever um, and you don't necessarily need like a, a facility to um, convert that electricity back, to convert the kinetic uh, energy into electrical energy. So those are those are different things that can I kind of spin around my head if you, if you catch my drift. Um, <laughs> Uh, about these different types of renewable energy. Alrighty, so I think it's um, now time for a little overview, a little uh, recap of what we've um, talked about, learned about today, uh, about wind power. So, I mean, for the most part, wind power is pretty simple. You can kind of just understand <laughs> like how wind power works. It's just um, a renewable type of energy that uses the motion of wind to spin around blades on a turbine that is hooked up to a generator. So I know we've talked about generators. I'm not sure if a whole bunch of you guys know what generators are, but they're just these, I, I don't really know how to explain a generator, but like they use the kinetic energy, the motion of something and like the turbine and and they convert that to electrical energy. So they convert something that you wouldn't be able to use like actual like electricity from into something that you can create electricity from, if that makes sense. So like you can't, you're not getting electricity just from wind. Like you need the turbine hooked up to the generator to create electrical energy. Um, but that's, that's pretty much like the hardest part of both like hydro and wind power is that it needs a generator. Um, so you need a, you need a turbine to spin around to create a kinetic energy to then hook up to a generator to create electrical energy. Um, so yeah, so that's just done by big turbines spinning around in the wind. Um, and the, the biggest, there, there's not really two types of hydropower. There's just two different places they can be. 
Um, so they're both just big turbines. Um, but the difference is that one, uh, one type is onshore, which is on land, uh, and the other type is offshore, like we talked about, in the ocean. So those, that's like the really two big differences in wind power. I know we talked about um, in hydro and solar power in those episodes that there's solar towers and solar panels and hydro tidal power and um, hydro dam power. So those are two like specific different like different types of um, power within the same like concept versus wind power. There's just just turbines, um, but the dip, the varies on the height and where they're at pretty much is like the big difference between the two. Um, additionally, talking about um, the different pros and cons of wind power again, um, it's pretty. Pretty cheap and easy to install. It's pretty versatile. You can place it wherever. You pretty much just need wind, um, and and it's renewable. It doesn't emit any CO two, any emissions. Um, it's this like a very clean type of energy. Very like pretty much easy type of energy to to have. Um, on the contrary, um, it is it is dangerous for animal life, um, and it's pretty loud. And then, depending on where the the wind farms are, or depending on where the wind turbines are, it can be a challenge to um, get the generated electricity back to the electrical grid for people to use. Um, again, we talked about this with the offshore um, wind turbines that you need. Um, there's just more effort that has to go into like going out to the ocean and whatnot, and creating like all the electrical wires and whatnot or batteries to get back to the onshore, to back to where people can actually use the electricity that was produced, that was created. Um, but for the most part, the only really cons of, um, of wind power is that it, uh, you depend on wind, so it has to be where there's windy areas. Um, and I guess in the sense that it's, it's just loud, it's just kind of loud, and there's, um, and it kind of, it hurts or it kills. Um, different animals, so just watch out for that. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the overview of it. Um, for the most part, wind power is very usable and beneficial type of renewable energy, uh, and it definitely should be further explored because there's a lot of uh, potential with it. In the sense, again, it's very versatile, very adaptable. Can put it wherever, um, can hook it up to whatever electrical grid, wherever wherever we need it really. Um, and it's also a naturally occurring system. You're just using the wind that is already happening, but just now creating electricity on top of that. So it's like a two for one, like the wind is there, great, there's wind there, but now we're using, doing something with it, we're creating energy with it. Um, and so yeah. So thank you guys so much um, for learning about wind power with me. I hope you guys uh, understand that a little better. And, I, and again, I hope you um, understood the similarities and differences we sort of talked about um, between wind power, hydropower, and solar power. So we're talking about solar, we're talking about solar rays, we're talking about the motion of water, and we're also talking about the motion of wind and how we kind of, kind of, we went over hydro, uh, we went over wind power today, but we kind of correlated all three together in like a big, a big learning sesh of these different types of renewable energy. 
So thank you guys again so much for checking out this episode. I hope you guys learned a lot about high uh, about wind power. My goodness, I'm getting mixed up now about wind power. Um, and if you guys want to check out hydro and solar power, please do. Those are the previous episodes we talked about. And I think we're going to be continuing on this trend of renewable energy. So look out for another um, another episode of renewable energy. But we'll catch you later. Thank you so much again. I'm your host, Isa M. And I hope you guys have a fantastic day and know that much more about wind power. Have a nice day, guys.